Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. The Biden administration's big bet on the clean hydrogen industry just got a whole lot of money and took a big step on Friday. The Energy Department is putting $7 billion into seven regional hubs across the country dedicated to making and using hydrogen energy. It's a massive move for the president's climate agenda and for a young industry that's seen as a climate solution and potential economic driver. But the stakes are high and questions remain about hydrogen's actual green benefits and how the infrastructure will impact already disadvantaged communities. So today, Politico's Kelsey Tamburino on the details, risks, and potential impact of Biden's new hydrogen hubs. It's Monday, October 16th. So the bipartisan infrastructure law includes about $7 billion for a so-called hydrogen hub program for the development and the acceleration of clean hydrogen in the United States. And so the law dictates that the Energy Department will select regional hubs, which are basically, you know, a network of hydrogen producers, consumers, existing infrastructure, unions, and a centralized place that will be selected to use hydrogen as a clean energy carrier and really demonstrate the potential and hopefully expand the network of clean hydrogen production in the United States. So last week, the Biden administration named seven regional hubs that it's selecting to continue in negotiations for that $7 billion in a total pot of money, $7 billion. There had been nearly 80 regional hubs that had put concept papers to the department earlier and the energy department for months has been looking at those applications, whittling it down further. And the ultimate regional hubs that were selected last week range across feedstocks. So when we say clean hydrogen, in this context, it means, you know, hydrogen produced with renewable electricity like solar and wind, but also hydrogen that can be generated by fossil fuels with the help of carbon capture technology. So the regional hubs that had that were selected last week range feedstocks, range end uses and or really are the first steps in the United States foray into building out a clean hydrogen market. Got it. Okay. And these seven hubs are part of Biden's big bet on hydrogen, which is a major component of his climate agenda. Can you remind us why Biden has put such a focus on hydrogen in the first place, even though it's still such a nascent industry? So when you hear folks talk about clean hydrogen, they'll often describe it as the Swiss army knife. If the United States can get it right in decarbonization, that's because it's seen really as critical to decarbonizing the hard-to-abate sectors of the economy, like industrial and chemical processing, heavy-duty transportation, aviation, as well as boosting long-duration energy storage. So it can do a lot of things in the United States. And the Biden administration really sees the HUBS program as a way to kickstart that market and build out a network across the United States in red states, blue states, and across feedstocks to be able to do that. Okay, interesting. What is the reaction that you've been hearing about this hydrogen program from both sides of the aisle and also from environmentalists and environmental groups? The regional hub applicants that were selected to move forward in the negotiations 
here for the awarding of the funds have really applauded the announcement and their selections. They see, again, the potential for clean hydrogen to have a big role in the United States, its broader climate agenda, and doing that with both existing sources and adding new renewable sources to the grid. There's been a lot of fanfare about this announcement across even oil and gas companies that have been involved in the hubs and offshore wind groups, as well as red states and blue states that were selected as part of these hubs. So in that sense, the Biden administration was really applauded here. President Biden notably made the announcement on Friday of the hubs from Philadelphia in a key state for his reelection effort, but also a state that is actually part of two regional hubs that were selected in the Appalachian region, as well as in the Mid-Atlantic region. So you're also seeing unions come and applaud Biden for this as well. But in the case of the environmental groups, they have long questioned the build out of hydrogen here, and particularly when it's made from fossil fuels. The argument being that growing hydrogen industry will keep the fossil fuel industry in business and potentially not help the climate or reduce emissions. They see advancing multiple projects under these hubs as risky and have been looking at the end uses that will ultimately come about it. And the argument, again, it's a is that it's perpetuating the fossil fuel industry and could harm low-income or disadvantaged communities local to the hydrogen hubs at the cost of building out fossil fuels again. And even from those who are more supportive of the potential of hydrogen, they are skeptical of the hubs program. Again, we want to look at the details here to ensure that the Biden administration is doing this in a way that will actually have climate benefits. That makes sense. What are some of the lingering questions that remain for this program now that this announcement has been made? So, yeah, the big thing that's lingering is the Treasury Department's upcoming guidance on a tax credit under the Inflation Reduction Act for clean hydrogen produced through a process that has low life cycle greenhouse gas emissions. This credit is worth up to $3 per kilogram and has really been a focus for intense lobbying for months on how the administration is going to define what clean is. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but the debate centers around what's known as three pillars for the emissions accounting for the electrolyzers that will be used to split water into hydrogen and oxygen and are connected to the grid. The debate is around whether that electricity should be generated locally from new sources or new renewable sources or from existing power sources, and whether it should be matched to the hydrogen facilities operations on an hourly basis or on an annual basis. And again, also, you know, just broadly the role of fossil fuels in this tax credit. So the debate is expected to intensify in the months ahead. Immediately after the announcement was made on Friday, you saw folks in the hydrogen industry make that case that in order for the hydrogen hubs to be successful, they really need to see workable guidance from the Treasury Department. For environmental groups, that is of concern. They would like to see the administration take a more strict approach when it comes to the tax credit to ensure that emissions aren't increased stemming from it. So the pressure on the administration is only going to intensify with the hubs, theoretically, applicants that will move forward in this program are going to want to take advantage of the tax credit to make the finances of these projects pencil out. So you can expect more lobbying, I think, on this in the months ahead. And and folks will really be watching to see when and and what Treasury is going to say on the tax credit. 
Also, here's the agenda for the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission's monthly open meeting next week. FERC will consider a new slate of proposed liquefied natural gas projects, a carbon dioxide pipeline, and a year-old proposal to set new reliability standards for renewables. Overall, the Commission has six natural gas permits to consider at the meeting, including the controversial Gas Transmission Northwest Express project in the Pacific Northwest. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com meetingdemand meeting demand.